the fact that so many people around the world are ignorant of one of the something as vital as how to live a prosperous life is a crime against humanity. Hey guys, it's Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey guys, Randy Gage here with another episode of the Power Prosperity Podcast. Clicked on the camera so we can share it with you guys at the YouTube channel as well. And I want to talk about thermonuclear prosperity. And my belief that every person on earth is born with an inalienable right to live a prosperous life. So this is something I'm really passionate about, working in depth on. It's, it's actually the, the, the topic of my next book, which depending on when you're watching this, I'm actually recording this in April 2023. The book uh, working title is going to be called Thermonuclear Prosperity. And my goal is that it will be out by November or December, because I think it would be the ultimate holiday gift to give a somebody in high school, somebody graduating from high school, somebody going into college, somebody beginning in the work in their work career, and just Anybody who has wants to be vibrating at a higher level of consciousness, somebody who's mired in poverty, uh, struggling in debt, I think I'm hoping people are going to buy five copies of this book and gift them or, you know, the people who have who watch me every week and have manifested prosperity. I hope they will uh, share it in that way. Um, I think the reason so many people are missing out on prosperous lives is because they buy into one of two, uh, what I would think are the main uh, bad premises about prosperity. Premise number one, bad premise number one, is that they believe money isn't required for true prosperity. So they say it's just money or it's only money and things they denigrate money and material things and and but you know the meek aren't going to impair you know inherit the earth if they're paying the minimum balance on their credit card payments every month um you cannot live a prosperous life if you're rational rationing your insulin because you can't afford it uh you're not going to live a, a prosperous life if you're worried about are your kids going to be able to get a good education are they able to live in a safe neighborhood? Um, you're not going to live a prosperous life if you're trying to make a decision between uh, buying groceries or paying the rent. This is, like I say, this is a crime against humanity. We've got to get, we've got to blow up that bad premise. And, and the second bad premise is on the other end of the equation. These are people who believe that money solves all their problems and that if they amass enough money, they can buy their way out of everything that troubles them. And that's just as foolish as the first bad premise. Money will solve your money problems, but it's not going to solve your bad marriage, your dysfunctional relationships, your low self-esteem 
your whatever, right? Um, this is why I'm, I'm writing the book, Thermonuclear Prosperity. And I believe we, we're going to break it down into four quadrants, okay? So let's get into them, because I think this is something you could really sink your teeth into uh, and do some critical thinking on this. And it really can help you change your life in a positive, empowering way once you really understand the definition of what true prosperity is. Let's begin with where we usually begin, wellness. That's quadrant one. You need to manifest wellness. I would define this as mental health, physical health, and energy to encapsulate the other two. Um, yes, I get not every, you know, we all have genetic things we're born, born with, right? I was born with degenerative, uh, you know, spinal, uh, what do they even call it? I've forgotten, but I have some herniated discs and I have the, uh, congenital thing where the, the vertebrae chokes the, uh, spinal cord. So I have issues with my spine that other people don't have. It is what it is. But that doesn't mean I cannot manifest wellness in my life. I, that's one of thousands of elements that make up wellness. So you could have been born without uh, your legs. You could have been born with a rare genetic disorder, right? We, you might just um, doing great. And all of a sudden, you get a horrific uh, diagnosis from your doctor. This stuff happens. Um, there are things we have no control over, but there's much, much more things we have control over. And if we choose the food we eat well, the stuff we drink well, we choose to get enough sleep, we choose to make time for exercise, we choose time to exercise our brain, um, and we fuel. Remember, energy, you don't find energy. Energy is created by um, the what you put into the engine, uh, you know, at a at a true level of physics, you can say energy isn't even created, or it can never be created. It can never be dissipated. It can only be transferred. Just like you know, the pitcher throws a uh, the baseball pitcher throws a hundred mile an hour fastball to Shohei Otani, and he swings the bat and sends that fastball uh, out of the ballpark at 118 mile an hour. He transferred energy. Um, and we transfer energy from our surroundings and what we eat, what we drink, the environment we're in, the people we're interacting with. So that's a big fundamental part. It's a quarter of the process. It's a quadrant. Quadrant number two, I define as harmony. This is peace of mind. In the first quadrant, we're talking about mental health. In the second quadrant, in terms of the mind, we're talking about peace of mind, being harmonious, being in a harmonious state between your mind and body, a harmonious state of the people in your life, with your environment around you, with animals, with plants, with universes. All right. 
Um, that means you have empathy with animals and plants and solar systems, right? You find time to meditate, to read. Um, you, you deal with difficult issues. You don't procrastinate them and let them become bigger. You recognize, hey, there are challenging aspects of life. There's things I'm going to need to deal with, things that I find unpleasant. You may be in an employer and you may need to terminate people from your employment sometimes. That's part of the job. You may be a coach and you have to tell some athletes you're not going to be putting them in that part of the game. You may be the athlete, the coach is saying that they're not going to put you in. You may be, you know what I mean? But that's all part of it. We can recognize, hey, there are some things we don't like, but, and there's some things we don't have control over, but we can still remain in harmony with ourselves and our environment. Third category is going to be the one everybody thinks about, which is resources. That's the title I'm given quadrant three, which is money and material things. Um, possessions, you know, money, material things won't buy happiness. So we can get that old trope out of the way. Yes, it's true. Money doesn't buy happiness. But what money does do is it gives you choices. Money allows you to express yourself, right? Because I have uh, been able to earn a sufficient amount of money. I have a beautiful piece of work from photographer Peter Lick behind me. I have a beautiful piece of art from uh, a Colombian painter. What's his name again? Alexis Duque. Duque. Um, over there you see for you guys on the YouTube channel, where I'm pointing my thumb, my right is going to be your left, blah, blah, blah. So I won't mess you up that way, right? Because, you know, I can express myself with the artwork that speaks to me so I can put it in my home and my office and surround myself with beauty, just like I've surrounded myself with some fresh flowers there. If I don't have enough money, I can't do that, right? So money and material things can enhance your prosperity. They also give you choices, the choice to live in a neighborhood that's safe for your kids to walk to school. The choice to live in a home big enough for your family with a yard that the kids can play in and room for the dog to run around and, you know, whatever, or getting a farm or a ranch out there in the wilderness or a ski lodge on the mountain or whatever the case may be. It gives us choices. So we're not making the choice of, hey, do I have to buy groceries or pay the rent? I don't want anyone to ever have to make those kind of choices again. And then finally, the fourth quadrant is significance. And this is something that took me a while to get to. I thought I wanted success. So I kept chasing success and I was chasing money. I was chasing material things. Uh, I was very insecure in my earlier years. So I desperately wanted to earn more money than other people so I could get possessions and show that I was winning on the scorecard. Um, it's a very vapid, superficial existence, but that's where I was at at that, at my stage of, at that stage of my life. Uh, but as you mature, as you learn how to be 
a guardian or a custodian or a caretaker of wealth and you recognize wow it's it's about the contribution you can make yes i believe in you know that that charity begins at home it's important that you get your own needs met first but the ability for me to to sponsor uh, peewee football teams and little league baseball teams and even softball teams in my league and give money to the ballet and the opera and the film festival and kids with terminal illnesses and uh, protecting the rainforests and um, the, the causes that are near and dear to my life. That's the contribution that my wealth allows me to make. And that's the most rewarding aspect of all of this, I think. Um, so I don't, you know, if you ask me, how would you rate the four quadrants? I wouldn't, I'd rate them equally. That's why I, I broke it down as quadrants because I do believe you need all four of those quadrants working in sync to create what I'm calling thermonuclear prosperity. So I hope you spend some time on this. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. Um, like I say, I'm working on the book now. So uh, hit me up on Twitter and give me some feedback. You guys on the YouTube channel, I told you last week, if you want me to keep filming these podcasts, then I need to hear from you. I need to see you liking those, subscribing to the, the YouTube channel and commenting me, uh, commenting and letting me know what do you think about all this. And as always, let's live by the principles of prosperity and circulate it. So please share this podcast and YouTube video with your friends. All right, go out and have an amazing day. I love you guys. Peace. Thanks so much for listening. Do me a favor, please, and practice the circulation law of prosperity by telling your friends about the Power Prosperity Podcast. Please like it, rate it, and share. Peace.